What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Let's go. Happy Monday. We made it, y'all. We made it, y'all. Uh, happy Monday. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Uh, we're kind of weird, like, having some games on Friday and then just nothing on Saturday. My days, my weeks have been scheduled around when games happen, so it was kind of odd to just be like, I got nothing. So, you know what we did on Saturday? We watched the movie Air so that we could have some basketball intake. Uh, and then fresh off of Game 7 yesterday, the conference finals are set uh, we get a fun one today. We're going to talk uh, the action over the weekend, some off-season stuff that's going to happen. Ja, 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 Morant. Uh, what else we got? We'll talk a little uh, NBA bottom shot, uh, and then we'll also have some little pook pook go over to the underdog streets as well. We're going to have a fun one today. Also, we have an exclusive announcement, uh, which is pretty exciting too. But let's, first and foremost, who we got up in the streets today. We got Sneeps up in here, Cameron Quinlan Borland's here. All right, all right, all right. What's up, common man? Snoopaloop, let us know it's National Kangaroo Care Day. National Kangaroo Care Day! Oh, wow, where did that accent go at the end? Uh, Jump Shooty, who else, who else? Badavine's here, we the people. Yes, he did. Epic Nico, Airplane Mode, DJ Local in the house. Homies here, Yotza. Sneeps says hashtag tater tots. We got J Fog up in here. Bastion, let's go. Matic Auto, who else? Al, just good day from Sweden, y'all. Nice to have some Sweden representation. New Swami's here. Did we get everybody? Veronica, Heat versus Celtics is not good for my heart. Same, same. Yeah, Borland finished third in the one of the common uh, matchups yesterday in so rare MLB. Congratulations, man. Um, all right, let's let's uh, let's get cooking. We did a quick mute of the mic there to get a little snots out of there. Um <laughs> Sorry, you're just going to get a full uh, unfiltered unfiltered version. You know what I'm saying? Let's get some more coffee in here as well. Because it is Monday. It is Monday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, all right, let's go. So let's obviously let's start with game seven. I think that's where that's where the fun starts. Um, wild, wild stuff yesterday. Uh, so Celtics win, right? Celtics win. Jason Tatum immediately obliterates and by obliterates, I mean surpasses Steph Curry's game seven record, dropping 51 points. I guess let me just hit you with some statistical analysis first. So Tatum goes for 51. Outside of that, though, like it's not like the Celtics were humming on all cylinders. Jalen Brown finished with 25 and six, but like I think he got six of those when the game was in hand. Al Horford had six. Uh, Robert Williams had six. 
whereas somebody else, Marcus Smart had seven. Uh, Brogdon had 12. So Brogdon, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum, the only two dudes in double figures. And, like, it was kind of a weird game. So P.J. Tucker hits a couple of threes in the first quarter, and you're like, holy crap, here it goes. And I actually, like, turned to Kelsey and said, like, you know what? This is fine. I'm actually glad, like get these out of the way right now, because if that means PJ Tucker's just going to keep shooting, I'm fine with that. So PJ Tucker had 11 points in the first quarter and he had 11 points at the end of the game. So that's it. He got all of his points there. Tobias Harris led the team in scoring with 19. Uh, Joel Embiid at 15 and eight and just got cooked. Uh, Tyrese Maxey finished with 17 and then you got nine from Harden. It was, uh, ah, it was ugly. It was ugly from the Sixers side of things. And you know, there's going to be a lot of conversation around the fallout, which we'll, we'll talk about here in a second. But it just seemed like the Celtics were playing with a level of intensity that Philly couldn't match. And they hung with them a little bit early in the first. You know, they were hitting some shots, uh, hitting some shots in the first quarter. And you're like, okay, maybe this is going to be back and forth. And then it ends up being 55-52 going into half. Um, but in the third quarter, like, Philly just didn't show up. They completely no-showed. And you want to, like, go back and forth, right? You want to give the Celtics credit for playing with that level of intensity. Uh, they were at home. They had the crowd behind them. They just they wanted it more than Philly. But, man, the, the, Philly, the Philly side of things is pretty ugly. Like, it felt like Tobias Harris was the only one out there trying. Um, and I, you know what was the most surprising is, like, Embiid is – Embiid's like one of the best defenders in the league, right? Everyone likes to point that out in the MVP conversation that the reason that Embiid should win it is because he's not a turnstile like Jokic on the defensive side of things. And let me just tell you that it, that was not the case. That was absolutely not the case because uh, I mean, Embiid got torched on the defensive end so much so that Jason Tatum, they like, that's how they were running their pick and roll. They were trying to get Tate. They were trying to get him beat on Tatum uh, out near three point line. And then Tatum would either pull up and smash in front of him, or he would just blow by him and have a tough finish in the, in the cup. And I, I mean, it was, it was weird to watch. It was weird to watch. Now that sure we can have the conversation. Like was Embiid actually healthy? All of those things for sure. We can have that conversation, but he was out there. He was out there and he just got cooked, man. And uh, so now Philly Philly's here with a bunch of tough conversations in the off season, right? Because, we had another hard – also, shout-out Kevin O'Connor. Uh, I tweeted this out yesterday. KOC was basically on the war path the last two weeks being like, the conversation around Harden in the playoffs is insincere, uh, unacceptable. And you know what? I, I don't know, man. Uh, Harden had deer and headlights look the whole time. Harden and Derek White both kind of like looking at each other like the Spider-Man meme, like who wants to be here less in this moment. But James Harden, I mean, like, you he's your second best player, and nothing hit double figures. Not points, not rebounds, not assists. Was just kind of out there and didn't want to be there. And he's throwing the ball away. Was afraid to go to the cup and, like, finish. Um, it was really weird. Like, it, it, it's weird to watch it happen. And so, once again, here we are with Harden, you know, when push comes to shove. And it sucks because Harden, like, if you're a Sixers fan or a Harden supporter – you know, he had like two games. He won two games in the second round of the playoffs, like straight up run one, two games. The first one without Embiid game one. And then it was game four. Right. And I mean, I, you couldn't even, he couldn't even give you like an okay game An okay game. Maybe Philly hangs around a little bit more, but now Philly's in this situation, right? Where you have Embiid, uh, Embiid post game. Let's do post game first. Let's do post game. So Embiid has these weird quotes at the end of the game, uh, in the press game. And, and it's funny because like, Everybody clipped the part where Embiid said, uh, and not team hold, by the way, the clip we showed had the full context, but everybody clipped the part where he like threw his teammates under the bus. And for those that didn't see it, he was like, yeah, it can't just be Embiid and Harden. 
And then every, so everyone obviously hammered him from that, right? Because that is just pretty self uh, or not self-aware. And then, and then the, the pushback came. It was like, oh, you got to show the full clip. At the beginning of the clip, he did take more accountability. You know, it, it still was such a dumb thing to say in that moment. I think, like, I you just end it. You say it like, yeah, man, I got to be better. I got to show up more. Just like read his box scores. Like, I got to be, I got to be out here. I got to be harder. I got to be healthier. I got to be better. All those things. But then to say that it can't be in beaten Harden when you weren't, when neither of you were the leading scores, like you got outscored by both Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey. Like you were third and third and like fourth, third and fifth. PJ Tucker, PJ Tucker had more points than James Harden in one quarter, mind you, in one quarter. Uh, and it, so it was just weird. Yeah, I think it beats comments were taken way out of context, but I'm a massive hater, so I love it. No, I, yeah, but I still think like, yes, they were taken a little out of context. But, like, not enough. Like, you just end the statement there. Yeah, end the statement there. So, Philly heading into the offseason, right? Doc Rivers said in the press game, uh, the postgame presser, that he intends to be back. But I doubt it. I mean, those are the decisions that need to be made now for Philly. Like, what do you do? What do you do with uh, with Doc Rivers? Like, does, do you move on from Doc? What do you do with James Harden? Um, Harden, who, you know, rumored, the rumor came out right before Christmas Day, that game against the Knicks, I think, was it Sixers-Knicks, where he was like, uh, the rumors that he was going to go to Houston. Do you blow it up from there? Do you trade? Do you try to resign uh, Harden and um, and get a third star? Like I, I'm sure, like the I don't know Bradley Beal, Dame Lillard, those types of conversations. Or what do you do? What do you do? And the other thing that it's a little bit interesting about this, I feel like Weisberg's just going to appear because I'm going to say something that he would say is that um, what's his name? The owner, uh, the Sixers owner is like, no, he divested, right? No longer the owner. What's his name? Uh, Ruben, Ruben, right? So I, I think, is he, isn't he one of the ones that went over and bought the Washington football team? So I don't know how that changes things, right? How does that change things with, uh, with the relationship between uh, ownership and management? I don't know. I, it's going to be fascinating how they, how they handle the off season. But what I wanted to get into about this, and then we'll talk more about the Celtics and Celtics moving on. I, it's kind of funny how like, the fact that like Sixers winning game one actually hurt them long-term, which is nuts, right? Because going into this series, I mean, we, we were guilty of it. I'm sure you were guilty of it, right? Like going into this series, you knew Embiid wasn't playing game one. It was doubtful for game two as well. You were like, well, Celtics are probably going to win this in game five. Sixers aren't fully healthy. And the Celtics are just straight up a better team. They're a better team throughout the regular season. This would have been like a pretty big coup for the Sixers, right? And they were the favorites, but what ended up happening instead is they win game one, and now all of a sudden it's like, whoa, Embiid comes back. Now it's 2-2, right? And so, like, the the uh, projections changed a little bit. So now Philly has a shot to go through, and it completely changes the tenor of the conversation because I think if they go down 2-0 and then, like, split in Philly, or and then it's they're down 3-1, or even if they go down 2-0, win both games at home, lose game six, now, uh, yeah, lose game six. Now they're down three, two, or that's five. Lose game five, excuse me. They're down three, two, whatever. It just changes the conversation a little bit more. But because they stole game one, because they were up three, two, it just changes everything. And now this feels like way more of a demoralizing loss. Because I would imagine, you know, the media, the media narratives would be different. The Twitter narratives would be different. Like just the conversations in, in general would have been like, wow, and Bede was dinged up still fought through the injuries and and put up a good battle. And the Sixers, you know, they have a young guy in Tyrese Maxey that seems like he could take a leap. We got to move a couple more pieces. Maybe we still make a coaching change. But instead, it's like massive collapse. Doc again, blowing another, uh, you know, another series lead. 
and yeah, I don't know, but it's just so funny how like a simple thing like the Celtics playing like dog shit in game one and not taking the Sixers seriously probably inflicted more damage for the Sixers future than if they had just lost, if the Sixers had just lost that game. Uh, jump shoot said it's hard. Never going to get a ring. I mean, no, I don't, I, I, who knows? Who knows? Um, I don't really see it yet. Oh man. Otis Ross, dude, this dude is a clown. Uh, we're going to reply to him. Uh, the winner is sorry. He, this guy is being announced today right now on stream. I know I'm not sharing screen and I replied to your message over the weekend, but you did not respond. Uh, we're going to do the so rare uh, giveaway announcements for Jalen Brown and James Harden, but I moved it to today because uh, because it went to a game seven. I thought the series was going to be over by Friday, so we would have been able to to give those away. And I wanted to wait till the series was done. But Otis Ross, dude, Otis Ross is on one today. Let's uh, uh, hey, let's see. Let's see. He seems pumped. Otis Ross seems pumped. Um, Anyways, good, good. Uh, Mike D'Antoni, the next 76ers coach. Dude, how old is Mike D'Antoni? Mike D'Antoni has to be like very old now, right? He's going to be very old at this point. I don't think it being, I don't even know who coaching options would be, right? I like, I can't imagine Nick Nurse is the guy. Like you try to think of the names that are out there. Um, Nick, wow, crazy, crazy stuff. Anyway, anyways, I don't, I don't know where they go from here. I don't, I, I think everything is on the table except for like, I think Embiid's there. I wouldn't really worry about Embiid getting moved. Um, I know I think the Bill Simmons podcast talked about that a little bit, but I don't really see that as I mean, unless Embiid's like, get me out of here. Yeah, Coach Bud. I mean, did you see real quick? I will pivot to this, but the Milwaukee Bucks, I think, uh, announced that they had uh, interviewed or they are interviewing Mark Jackson. Man, like, what are we doing, dude? What are we doing? Incredible stuff by Mark Jackson. Uh, like, can you, I, I just, like the I if I am if I am uh if I'm Giannis, dude, that's you want to talk about getting your star out of there as fast as as fast as possible. No way, no way. Uh JJ Reddick had some comments too. Uh he like was calling back the uh, yeah, he tweeted out like something about cooperation, which was a callback to Doc Rivers saying why those Clippers teams were bad. That was pretty funny. Um, but JJ Reddick, yeah, maybe he's the coach. Maybe he's the coach next. Uh, anyways, that's it. Let's call let's call that on the Sixers. No more Sixers talk. The Celtics, man. Listen, they could have been in this very same situation that the, um, that, yeah, oh wait, the Steve Kerr, yeah, that's not, I don't even think that's a question. Um, Celtics could have been in the very same situation, right? Uh, if they had lost to this team that they are better than, they're just straight up better than the Sixers. And if they had lost this team, there would have been like, everybody would have been screaming at Joe Missoula all off season. They would have been screaming at everybody and Tatum after that game six performance, right? Like if that, if that game doesn't flip the other way, I mean, just think about how the discourse around Tatum would be different. And we probably need to talk a little bit more about Tatum and how he like elevated yesterday, because if he's going to play like that, man, He's going to play like that. I mean, obviously, they're like massive favorites as they move on to the Eastern Conference Finals against the 8th seed Miami Heat, and then they would play either the Lakers or the Nuggets, right? And, um, yeah, it just completely changes the tenor of the conversation. Just like a, a couple of shots, a couple of shots in Game 6 completely change the direction that they're going. So, yeah, I, I mean, the Celtics have to feel pretty good. The Celtics have to feel pretty good. They avoided disaster, uh, new lease on life, uh, wait until they lose to the 8th seed. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, I'm not – Somebody put in the Discord last night, they were like, uh, are you scared of the Miami Heat? And I joked. I'm like, I'm not scared of the Miami Heat, but I am scared of Jimmy Butler. I am scared of Jimmy Butler. Um, I think this, like in perfect Celtics fashion, 
I imagine the Heat steal one of the first two games in Boston, right? That's just how Boston works. That's how Miami works. They're like, if you look at the matchup between the two, if Jimmy Butler is going to play like Milwaukee Jimmy Butler, they'll have the best player in the series. If he's going to play like he did against the Knicks, where clearly he was a little dinged up with an ankle injury, even later in the series, then Tatum's going to be the best player in the series, maybe even Jalen Brown. Um, so, but they definitely have the best coach. Uh, but the Celtics have the better roster. They've got the better stars. Like it should, the Celtics should be favored, but there's no world in which this is like Celtics in four or five, right? This is at least going six games. I think I would just take Celtics in six. I think that would be my pick. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, I'm, I mean, as a Boston fan, I'm, I'm so excited. You know, I, I was really nervous. Of course, I'm going to talk about underdog here towards the end and I needed Boston to win badly, but, uh, it just was like, I said this to a couple of friends over the weekend. Like, I think I would have been fine with the Celtics losing to the Sixers if the Sixers were just straight up outplaying them. And it just didn't feel like the Sixers were the better team. It felt like the Celtics were the better team who were losing. Uh, and, like, I'm fine if they lose. Like, if Miami goes out there and just beats the shit out of us seven straight games or how many straight games, that's fine. I'll take that. Um, oh, Stan's going to game three. That's sick, Stan. That's awesome. Um, that is awesome. Regulators said the Heat don't have enough offense. Dude, going into the second round, the Heat had the best offense in the playoffs. So, I, I mean, yeah, if you look at their regular season, that's true. But their regular season has been different, right? Like, I mean, the postseason has been different. If we actually – I'm going to go over to basketball reference real quick. Um, we go to basketball reference. I, I believe the Miami Heat – like, let's look at their, their point totals here in the playoffs. Um, hold on. I want to pull this up. What's going on here? Basketball reference, one of the more confusing things to figure out. Uh, was it 2022, 2023? Here we go. Stand by. Stand by as we lock and load. Uh, all right, their postseason numbers. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, my God. This thing is loading like Napster. And, oh, I can't think of the other thing to say when I was, when I was young. Shut up. What the fuck, man? Um, all right, let's see. Why is this not showing there? What is this doing? All right, here we go. Playoffs. No. Oh, okay. Hold on. Scheduling results. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Is this good content? Uh, no, we haven't talked about Jai yet. We will do that in a second. Uh, AS says he's scary because Bam has been good. Yeah, dude. Bam, who kind of was bad in the first round against the Bucks, uh, has been a lot better. A lot better. Uh, this, um, this second series, right. Um, against the Knicks. He, he really did. I mean, he, we were talking about Mitchell Robinson as being like one of the best and that is not the case anymore with Mitch Rob, like Mitch Rob got absolutely owned in the, uh, in this second round. All right, where the f All right, here we go. Playoffs. So they put up ready, uh, 130, 122, 121, 119, 128. And the second series against the Knicks, it was lower, right? So Against the Knicks, it was 108, 105, 105, 109, 103, and 96. So the offense definitely slowed down a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm pretty excited for this series. I think it's going to be a fun one. I think it'll be similar to the Knicks series in the sense that it'll be gross. I feel like it'll be a lot of like 108s, 105 type games. Um, and yeah, I think I'm going to take Cell. Is anybody taking the heat here? Uh, is anybody taking the heat in the chat? I'm taking Celtics in six, but is anybody taking the heat in the chat? Look at his hair. His hair's all over the place this morning. Um, who will flop more Lowry and Smart? That's going to be good. I almost hope they bring Marcus Smart off the bench in the second round just so that their minutes match to match up together because Lowry doesn't start, right? Or maybe the Heat start Lowry and they can just, like, flop around. All right, let's see. Who do we got here? 
Uh, heat and seven, heat, heat and set. Wow, even Marco. So Veronica's and stands don't count. Neither does Boston base because you guys are like too biased here. Fernandez says Celtics and four. That's wow. Um, oh, good morning, Stubbs. Extra spice. I don't even get the joke, jump shoot. Um, is that just because of Top Shot? Uh, yeah. Anybody else? Anybody else want to throw a prediction into the chat here? I'm gonna take Celtics and six. Uh, Celtics and forty-seven. Heat and seven. Celtics and five. You guys got to work on your bits. I think everybody's going to work on their bits. How can we have Celtics and four when Miami beat the Bucks in five? Uh, well, I think I would just say because they're different. Uh, Celtics and five. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm sticking with Celtics and six. But I wouldn't be shocked by anything, man. Heat. The Heat are good, dude. The Heat are good. Heat are built different. Heat culture. Hashtag Heat culture. Uh, all right, let's go to the West side. Uh, so I'm not really going to cover the Knicks Heat game. Jalen Brunson was good. Julius Randle wasn't. R.J. Barrett wasn't. I mean, this is what happens in game sixes, right? Those those two matchups mirrored each other. Those two game sixes between Lakers and uh, Warriors and Knicks and Heat mirrored each other, where the game five between those two, the home team won. It was like last grasp, had to be good. And then we went over to, they go back home, and the team that's up, just demolishes them, right? So I don't think there's much to say about Knicks and, and Heat. I mean, the Heat, Heat were the better team this whole series. Julius Randle, uh, I don't know what the Knicks do in the offseason, but whatever. AS asked about Tyler Hero. I don't think he'll be back in time unless maybe it goes six or seven. I think if they go to the finals, they'll have a better shot, but who knows? We'll see. Um, Warriors, Lakers, though, we get, to talk, we get to talk about it. AD, man. Anthony Davis, defensive menace, dude. He's been so, so good. Um, just like I know his offensive numbers, he was kind of doing this every other thing. Get, thing, and uh, But in game six, he comes out, basically puts up a double-double in the first quarter. I think he had nine points and ten boards in the first quarter, nine and nine. Um, finished the game with a monster double-double uh, and just dominated the paint. And the Warriors were bad, man. And it's funny because I think, if you weren't watching the Warriors all season, maybe you just look at that game and they're like, yeah, they just had a bad game, sloppy with the ball, whatever. But like, no, nah, this is who they were the entire season. This is who they were, like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Jordan Poole. That's all they were doing. Uh, they were turning the ball over. They were sloppy. They were streaky. And then they just didn't get games from their shooters. And then maybe it's because Steph was carrying this like massive load for this entire playoff run where they just relied on him so heavily, like in order to even compete with the Lakers, Steve Curry to basically be like, Hey, this beautiful game of an offense that we run, we no longer can do put the ball in Steph's hands. Steph, you just got to make plays for 48 straight minutes. Uh, and he did. I mean, Steph was awesome until he wasn't right in game seven, just the shooting wasn't there. And then he got no help from clay um clay had one good game right was it game two that the warriors won where clay went for 30 and then after that shot like five percent from the field i think he went three for 19 in game seven i mean in game six uh he was equally as bad in game five uh and he's just uh you know and i'm not ready to be like clay's wash clay is done you know the dude came back from two catastrophic injuries like he finally seemed like himself but i mean after not playing basketball for a couple of years i don't know maybe this full workload this full season right because this is his first full season in three years four years i don't know maybe he just was exhausted so i'm not ready to be like clay's washed the warriors are washed uh i he was bad you can't take away anything about that he was bad um but yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think that we got to give the Lakers credit, man. Um, I don't think Clay's absolutely washed chickens. He had like an incredible year. Like, didn't he had one of his best like scoring years of the of his career this year? So I don't know. I I but I I just do. I just don't think that team was good. 
I mean, listen, you had Andrew Wiggins playing with broken rib cartilage. I didn't know you could break cartilage. I didn't know that was a breakable thing. I, I don't know. I, I thought it was like torn cartilage, but just broken cartilage. So Wiggins clearly wasn't himself. And then Jordan Poole, man, uh, in the athletic Shams and I was at Anthony Slater, I believe, ran an article that came out immediately uh, after. And I know everybody was kind of losing their mind being like, wow, they wasted no time ready to bury the Warriors. They literally do this for every team. So <clears throat> the writers who cover these squads, like the second the series is like they're down to one, this piece is ready to go. And then they amend it as the series goes. But they've already done this work. Uh, we saw a similar thing happen when the Suns were done with the season. Uh, they like, I, what's his name? Bobby Marks. who's on the low post and the hoop collective all the time. He always talks about how he's working on that. So that wasn't surprising that it came out, but anyways, it came out and basically the word on the street in the Bay area is that they're going to run it back. They don't think they're done, uh, that they're going to run it back with dudes like Steph clay and Draymond. They're already in talks of figuring out how to extend Draymond. Um, I don't know if like clay and Draymond are going to take any sort of like pay cut or whatever to make it work. I don't know how they're going to do that. Uh, but it does seem like, oh wait, Ben says Clay was a great defender before the series, which always makes up, which always made up for his bad shooting nights. Yeah, this is a great point by Ben. Uh, yeah, he, he doesn't have that same, he does not have that same defensive level anymore. He can't, he can't move like he once did. Um, but it, it is pretty clear that they're going to have to do some cost cutting stuff. And it looks like it's going to be a couple of the young dudes, uh, whether it's, Kaminga and Moody or uh, why I feel like I'm forgetting another young guy, but maybe I'm not. Uh, and then Jordan Poole. Like I, it seems like the writing's on the wall with Jordan Poole. Um, I mean, like they went out of their way to basically mention everybody in that article, having the ability to come back except for Jordan Poole. And I mean, this is like the worst of the worst. And if you want to see like, Hey, how can we put ourselves in the management of the golden state warriors? Well, let me introduce you to NBA top shot, right? Because that is what, Basically, they bought Jordan Poole in February of 2021, and now they're like, what do we do? Um, because the value is just dead on Jordan Poole. Because it's not like they're not the only team aware that Jordan Poole was pretty much unplayable this entire playoff run, right? Everybody else saw that. So it's not like Jordan Poole has sneaky value. So you're, you've already extended him to, to this crazy deal, and now you're going to have to give up even more to make a trade work, or you're going to have to take on something back that's bad as well. So I, they're in a pretty bad spot, but like they're, the alternative is that they just keep them, and then what? Then you have a disgruntled player who's already been punched in the face by a teammate who is making a ton of money that you can't play in real games. It's like Montrez Harrell energy. He's, he's like the guard version of Montrez Harrell, where like for a while, ooh, we got to fly in here. For a while, he was really fun in the regular season, and then all of a sudden, he got exposed, and he can't do it anymore. And who knows? Maybe Jordan Poole goes to a better situation, and by better, I mean a situation where he doesn't get hit by his teammates, and then he thrives. But we haven't had... I truly don't think there's been enough coverage. I mean, I know, like, the instant reaction to the video getting leaked to Draymond punching Jordan Poole and then Draymond putting up propaganda on TNT before the season started. I know we get that kind of conversation around it. But, I mean, give someone please write a book, do a tell-all, an oral history of something of, like, how does Jordan... Like, how do you come back from that? You know what I mean? Like, you can say all the right things, but, like, the dude who is the emotional leader of this squad who is the engine that keeps everything running, right? Who is like the focal point of the leadership on that team. Because it was never Steph. It was Steph's team. Steph wasn't the leader of the team, right? It was always Draymond. That guy, the guy who's like the father of the group, punches you in front of everybody else. And then it gets out, right? Like all of that stuff. I just don't understand how, 
Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Um, <clears throat> what do we got? It's too early to give up on him. I know, but like, I don't. What if he doesn't want to be there? Um, what are you? Why are you guys talking about sulfur in the chat? What the fuck is going on here? Or is that a, like a pool reference? What are we talking about? Um, but Wiseman went to Detroit and got better. What? No. All right. First of all, jump shoot. Wiseman went to Detroit and put up better stats. I don't know if Wiseman got better yet. Um, but we'll see. Uh, what else we got in the chat? Sorry. We went on a rant there. Uh, maybe they need, uh, Veronica to make a regular season pool, uh, video to send out to the GMs. There we go. Um, what else we got? Looks like he's still, what is the sulfur? Is that, oh, it's an Alex Jones reference. Sorry. I didn't get the Alex Jones references. Uh, I actually, I find that to be a point of pride that I didn't get the Alex Jones reference. Um, all right. What else we got pulled to go to some sons. So CP three can retire. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Um, but anyways, gold state, I, I'll be fascinated to see, uh, what they, what they do in the off season. There's definitely going to be some moves and Maddie's saying as a Pistons fan, I can attest Wiseman was very, very bad in Detroit. Yeah. I mean, I listen, I root for Wiseman. I want Wiseman to be good. Um, I was happy that his stats were good, but I don't think James Wiseman himself was good. Uh, but anyways, I, I feel like we didn't give the Lakers enough credit, dude. LeBron was incredible in that closeout game. He was awesome. Austin Reeves was great. Uh, everybody was good. Uh, S-Dub said, should I dump my heat redemptions? Uh, yeah, I think everybody should be selling those redemptions, but I don't know, man. No financial advice. Do whatever you want. Um, but yeah, Lakers were incredible. Austin Reeves was good. They have good team chemistry right now. The vibes just feel good, man. Even when they lose a game, the vibes still feel fun. Uh, and that sets up for an exciting matchup of Nuggets and Lakers. And I don't know, man. I feel like the Lakers are this year's Warriors for me in the sense that I, every time I have a take on them, they're wrong. When I saw, when I saw the Lakers get out of the first round, I thought both of those teams were bad. Um, I thought like, I was like, okay, whoever comes out of this, uh, first round matchup is going to get smoked in the second round by whether it was the Kings or the Warriors and the Lakers kind of rose to the next challenge. And I mean, made quick work of the Warriors, right? Like it didn't even see most of those games that they won weren't close. Like they just kind of dominated them on the defensive side, got in their heads, made them change their game plan. And the Lakers never had to adjust, right? The only adjustment they made was they were like, Hey, we, I guess we don't need to play Vanderbilt in this series. And even not playing Vanderbilt didn't seem to mess with the vibes, right? Like Vanderbilt goes to the bench, everybody's still happy, right? Then D'Lo goes to the bench because Lonnie Walker's cooking, everybody's happy. Like the vibes just seem very good in Lakerland. And I do think the Nuggets are the better team. I think they'd be uh, pre uh, present a, a really tough challenge for, uh, for the Lakers. But, I mean, listen, if AD's going to play that kind of defense and maybe he slows down Joker just enough, I think this sets up nicely for a Jamal Murray series. I think, I mean, Schroeder has been playing pretty good defense, but Jamal Murray's a bigger guard than Curry and can back down a little, back him down a little bit more. Jamal Murray lives in the paint too with those, like not in the paint, but like he can get in there and carve him up a little bit. The, the ball zips around a lot more with Denver than it does in Golden State, which is kind of crazy to say. Um, and I think Denver just, I, Denver's been playing really, really good basketball. So I, I'm excited for that matchup. I think that's going to be fun. I, I think I want to take Denver in seven. I think this is a situation where Denver just, will win all of their home games, but I would not be surprised by anything, man. And that's not even a shot at the Lakers. Like I just, I don't know who's going to win this series. So I'm taking the home team. I'm just going to take the home team, but I'm really excited for it. I think this is going to be a, a fun series. And then I think it sets up nicely for, I mean, 
Whether I what Heat Lakers a rematch of the bubble Heat Nuggets, I don't think that has as is Markeith Morris on the Heat still. No, where's Markeith Morris? Like, because that's the only thing I was like, oh well, the Nuggets and Heat don't really like each other. I guess that could be fun. Lakers Celtics, right? That's the ratings. the The media would be jerking off about that, and then Celtics Nuggets would be fun because those are the two teams that I like watching the most. Um, Mike says, seems like the Lakers are just grateful to have made the postseason so enjoy every extra game they have. That's true. Denver runs better than the Warriors and Lakers sucks at transition defense. Lakers suck at trans defense. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I I'm really excited, man. Keeper just says Dallas. I don't think Dallas is going to win this one keeper. Um, but yeah, man, I'm fired up. I'm fired up for that series. So that's going to be a good time. That is going to be a good time. Um, what else do we need to get into? I think we're going to talk a little bit about, um, our friend, our friend, uh, John Morant. So for those that don't know, uh, John Morant, just like holding the gun out a little bit differently this time, uh, a little bit differently on, on social media and they suspended him from all team activities, which I think is hilarious because what team activities are happening right now? Oh, Morris is in Dallas. My bad keeper. My bad. I take back my sass. Morris is in uh, Morris is in Dallas. Okay. Thank you. Um, so, I, I saw a lot of people being like, uh, how can he get suspended for this? Like he didn't do anything with the gun. Um, like he was just holding it. Like if he has a license for it or like maybe doesn't he like whatever, like, is it a problem? And here's the thing. So like sometimes, uh, sometimes jobs have rules that aren't laws, right? Uh, so like sometimes maybe this job has a dress code, right? Like some jobs are like, Hey, only, you can only wear jeans on Friday. It's casual Friday, right? You gotta wear khakis. You gotta wear dress pants or dresses or whatever Monday through Thursday. Now, maybe on Monday you're like, you know what, dude, I'm wearing jeans. I don't care. And then your boss pulls you in. It's like, Hey, what are you doing, man? You gotta be wearing jeans. You can't be wearing jeans only on Fridays. Maybe you get confused with the days. Maybe you're new here. You gotta put khakis on, right? And then on Tuesday, you wear jeans again, and they're like, hey, man, you do this again? You're going to have to, like, you're going to get docked pay. And then you're like, okay, thanks for the heads up. And then on Wednesday, you wear jeans again, and they dock your pay. You can't be like, it's not illegal. There's no law that says you can't wear jeans. That's not how it works, right? And I think anybody with a fucking brain can understand that, except for people who are like, you can't take away my guns, right? Like, those are the, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Those 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 takes suck so bad. Uh, those takes are so so bad. I think those are dumb. Uh, and another dumb take that we should get out there: people that were blaming the friend. But what are we doing? Uh, like D'Angelo Russell uh, tweeted out who uh, was like something about uh, something. What was it to D'Angelo? Like if you, uh, if you can't change your friends, uh, if you can't change the people around you change the people around you which like wordplay 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 if anything you saw his friend holding up and he like catches what happens and then like moves the phone if anything his friend was trying to help him out um anyway it's just it's just bonkers um it's just bonkers that's not bros helping bros i mean he did help him he did really help him um I just don't understand. I don't understand. The JTA take made me laugh. Juan uh, Toscano Anderson was was popping off too. 
Anyways, I just like uh, the Joth stuff sucks, man. Like, I, I, of course, I tweeted out some jokes because that's what we do, right? Like, oh my God, this is really going to affect the Western Conference Finals with the Grizzlies, oh, with John not being able to play game one, or like, can't wait for the Redemption Tour part two. But who would have guessed? Who would have guessed this orchestra orchestrated like media uh, push after this happened the first time didn't work? Like, who does he sit down with now? Now that he already did Jalen Rose, who's next? What do you have to go to TNT this time? Uh, it's just, it's, it's so dumb. Um, it's so dumb. Um, I, I just, it's, and it's a bummer, man. It's a bummer. The Grizzlies, like, we're going to be so fun. And instead, this is what we're doing. Right. And like the fact that Dylan Brooks, like who, do, who, do, who does Shams tweet out next that like under no circumstances are they bringing back? Like who has to be the fall guy this time? All of a sudden, Tyus Jones is going to be a drive-by uh, casualty of this. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't know. People are saying that they're going to suspend Ja for a year. I don't know. I don't know if that, that feels crazy, but I guess everything's in play right now. Uh, maybe just stay off IG live while living your personal life as a professional athlete. Maybe, but like clearly something else is going on. I like, I don't think, I mean, I know it's like the use of social media is what's presenting this problem, but like less than a week ago, he tweeted out basically how pissed he was that he didn't get all NBA because of what happened off the court. But I, for people that can't connect the dots and I was listening to the house of Strauss podcast, which I like the Ethan Strauss, uh, house of Strauss, like the private feed that they have. And he had Ryan Glashpiegel, I think his name's on his name, uh, from the post who I like enjoy their conversations. And they were saying that like, uh, is it fair that off the court stuff impacts on the court stuff? And it's like, if you can't, I understand that they're saying those things should be separate, but when the stuff that happens off the court impacts your ability to play on the court, yes, it's going to be taken into consideration and can affect you winning awards, right? It's like saying a player who only played 40 games, like should Kevin Durant win most valuable player if he played 38 games and but averaged 50 points a game during that time, you'd be like, no, dude, he got hurt. He got hurt in the training room and he had to miss all those games. He can't win. It's the same thing. So people that can't connect those dots, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. But anyways, the whole thing is a bummer. It is, uh, I was, I like watching the Grizzlies. I like rooting for John Moran. I think he's a lot of fun. And it's just bad news bears all, all around. Um, ben says, I think the idea that career is over and young talent wasted is an overreaction. Yeah, I don't think his career is over. And I don't think young talent has been wasted. I just think this is stupid. And I don't mean like the public reaction to it is stupid. I mean like Jaws, stop being stupid. Uh, and I Skeet shared a piece uh, from I think it was the San Francisco Gate, the Chronicle. I don't know what the San Francisco paper is called. I think it was Rod Benson who wrote a piece. And now if I'm uh, blanking on all the action, let me just look it up and give the person credit instead of just wiling out here, which like presented a different perspective, which I thought was interesting. And I think it is important to have open minds about what actually is going on here. Um, and like, none of us know it was from the San Francisco gate and it was by da, 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 Rod Benson. All right. I crushed it. Um, I thought that was a pretty good, I thought it was a pretty good take, um, that I don't know if it applies here, but it's just like good to get those takes. Uh, name a superstar that could get moved this off season that no one would expect Joel Embiid. All right. Next question. Um, suspend Ja for a year, but give him credit for playing last season. Yeah. I just, man, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, John Morant buy, sell lock dude. just sell everything, man. Um, 
Anyways, everyone has a right to own a gun, a gun, but enough flashing it when you're in the public eye. It's just cloud chasing at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Van Lathan, I don't know if you guys know Van Lathan. Um, he does some stuff on The Ringer. I know he does stuff elsewhere, too. I mean, I'm blanking. Was it TMZ? I forget. I think it was TMZ. Uh, yeah, even so rare. Sell it all, dude. Just sell your life. Um, but Van Lathan had to take, too, like if Ja had a YouTube page where he was like, talking about guns and like gun cleaning and gun owning and gun shooting and all that stuff would it be different and it's like yeah but that's like you can make that case for literally fucking anything right like i, I like literally anything anything you can yes of course if all of the context and information around this situation were different would you look at things differently yeah yeah i would <laughs> like i don't like, hey, if if Mike Zakarian was six foot eight and Italian and grew up in a single family, a single parent household and uh, was built different, would you think about him differently? Yeah, I would. Like, I just, I, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Uh, Stan says Josh should go full NRA. I know I'm waiting for somebody on the right uh to just to come out and do some stuff and again i'm not even saying well i mean i've got my own thoughts on guns i do and i'm not trying to have that debate right now obviously i just like jaws dumb jaws dumb um all right i think that's i think that's it i don't think we should uh do that anymore uh matt matt harrison said nba player could make a youtube video promoting safe sex is cool but going on live with your dick is out of something different i know this isn't a reference about uh jamal murray but i do like to think that if jamal murray maybe he had like some Instagram videos about uh, promoting safe sex before he turned into bubble Murray. You know what I mean? Um, anyways, I think, I think that's enough. I think that's enough on the jaw stuff. Um, I hope, I hope this gets worked out. You know, I'm, I'm curious to, I'm curious to see where this goes and how long the suspension lasts. And maybe, maybe the NBA does what they did last year and they kind of, to give him a suspension that doesn't really count. Like they'll say, yeah, he's suspended. He has to miss all of the preseason, right? Maybe they do something like that. Uh, Mike, are you New York or Boston? Uh, both baby live in New York, but I'm a Boston fan. I'm from Boston originally. Uh, all right, let's, uh, I want to slide over to underdog real quick, just because uh, I want to show you guys what the rest of the sweat is. Uh, so like I said, we need it. Um, we needed the Celtics to come through. We needed the Celtics to come through, uh, and they did. So this is what our sweat looks like the rest of the way. So when we go over to the dance, right? So we had 54 lineups that made it through. Uh, they're put into 12 pot, 12 team pods, right? And now uh, top two in each 12 move through. I have, I believe it is, 12 making its way through. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 9, 10, 11, 12. We got 12 through. Sadly, we had five third-place finishes. One that was so close. Uh, Andy, shout out to Andy, 8052 Club Top Shot, uh, beat me by 1.1 points. And this lineup was fire. They had three Nuggets, two Celtics, and AD. But real quick, just want to show you what I'm working with for the rest of the way. So this one that made it through has three Celtics and two Lakers. So we got Derek White, Austin Reeves, Jason Tatum, and then AD and Big Al. Uh, this lineup is dead. It's only got Anthony Davis that made it through. Uh, so that one's dead. This one's kind of fun too. It's got three Celtics and two Lakers, but of the three Celtics, I got Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown. And of the Lakers, I've got D'Lo and AD, but I like that I have Tatum and Brown. I think that's going to be pretty unique. I don't think there'll be a lot of Tatum and Browns. This one has two Lakers and two Heat. Uh, this one's got who we got. D'Lo as my guard. 
we got LeBron and Jimmy Butler, and then uh, Bam out of bio. So that's fun. This one is three Celtics and two Lakers. We got Marcus Smart, D'Lo, Tatum, LeBron, uh, and then oh wait, I I get him. That's wrong. Is it three late? Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, and oh, this one's actually way better than I thought. All right, I'm gonna have to relabel this. So this is three Celtics and three Lakers: D'Lo, LeBron, AD, and then Smart, Tatum, and Big Al. This one is three Celtics plus AD, right? So we got Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, AD, and Time Lord. Time Lord, which looks like he's now gonna be a better play since he's playing now. Uh, this one we got Brogdanovich, Malcolm Brogdon, Jason Tatum, and Time Lord with LeBron and AD. We love those LeBron and AD ones. Uh, and then we've got, this one has Brogdon, Tatum, LeBron, AD, Time Lord. So a lot of the same stuff. This one's pretty much dead. It's only got three guys left. It's got LeBron, Jimmy Buckets, and AD. This one has three Celtics and two Heat. So this should get me to the finals, but then in the finals, it'll be kind of tough. Um, here we go. It's got Derek White, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Time Lord, and Bam. This one is really fun. So five Cel five Nuggets, two Celtics, and Jimmy Butler. So we get Jamal Murray. We got Michael Porter Jr., Bruce Brown, KCP, Nikola Jokic. Then we've got Al Horford and Marcus Smart with the Jimmy Butler one-off. And then the last one, two Celtics, two Lakers. Uh, we got Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, LeBron, uh, and AD. So we basically, the teams... We kind of need five or more to get through, right? So this one should, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So we've got seven of those 12 that are like super live. Uh, anyways, I, I'm really excited to have this sweat going on. This is a lot of fun here. This is a lot of fun. Uh, all right, let me quit. Let me catch back up here. Uh, Sneeve says, question about playback. Isn't it starting the 17th? It's league pass only. Doesn't that mean we can stream the 16th for Nuggets Lakers game one? Uh, I'm actually not sure, Steve. So we can, uh, I'll take a look at that. We might be able to stream game one. I thought it was like when the conference finals started, we weren't going to be able to do it anymore. Uh, for those that don't know, I don't even know if playback made the official announcement yet, but whatever, because uh, they like emailed people. Uh, they've got a cool partnership coming up with the NBA, which is going to be very exciting moving forward. However, this, um, it affects like the playoffs right now as they have to finalize a couple of deals with the nationally televised games to get it ready for next season. But that affects your ability to stream for uh, the rest of the playoffs, which is like short-term bummer, long-term really exciting. Um, what else we got here? Anything else? Did you 10X the 12? Did I 10X the 12? Did I 10X? What do you mean? Did I 10X the 12? Like on my return? So I put in 150 lineups and after this round, I'm almost broken even. Uh, so there we go. Uh, what else we got? Don't know how long it's been there, but I spotted an all world billboard in Boston. There we go. Uh, how was your Pookie predictions? I did. Okay. So yeah, we're going to move to Pookie here in a second. I uh, just want to make sure we don't miss anything else. So, oh, I got to announce, uh, our giveaway winners here for the thing that Otis was so pissed off. So there were two winners. One person won a Jalen Brown, uh, limited. So rare card. Uh, the other person won a, um, a James Harden. Wait, why is it not showing? Did I just reply to it? Is that what happened? Is that what happened? I'll tell you right now, our man Otis did not win it though. So hold on. Let's go see our winners. Our winners were, what's going to, we got to go over here. Where is it? Our first winner, we had Dominic Tedesco, baby. 
Dominic or Dominico, excuse me, at Dom Tedesco 18, Dominico Tedesco. He won the James Harden, even though he picked the Celtics. I'm sorry about that. That is our Celtics winner. And bing, bang, the Magic Sticks. Jay Goo at Magic Sticks. He took the Boston for the W. He takes Jalen Brown. So Magic Sticks, Jay Goo, shoot me a DM. You won the Jalen Brown. And then our friend Dominico won the James Harden. That is our so rare www so congrats on those w's the top shot ones i'm going to announce tomorrow because i got a we had an error when i ran the the randomizer thing so i want to make sure it's done correcto mundo uh let's go over to pookie listen our partnership we're still cooking with the pookie ball world uh if you haven't signed up for pookie yet it's a free freaking game baby so sign up uh it gives you a chance to win pookie a uh, common pookie ball which is actually worth something you can sell it on the secondary uh and then if you like what's going on in the pookie world if you're having a fun time with the free game they're actually having a drop tonight there's a drop 20 out no i think it's like 19 hours from now actually let's go over to the pookie land uh so go ahead line uh sign make a make an account i just dropped a link in the chat yeah 19 hours away uh for those that don't know a uh, common pookie is basically 21 dollars you do it in matic 25 matic so 21 bucks a rare is 86 an epic is 347 a legendary wow it's going for like 1400 the way this works for those that don't know if you buy a pookie ball it gives you lifetime access to the tournaments for whatever pookie ball you get. So if you get a Premier League pookie ball, say you get a Manchester City, you can go and play in the Premier League game for eternity. You can win actual prizes. The more people that sign up, the greater the prize pool grows. Ooh, Badavine right here said he's in 17th in the Premier League. There you go, baby. Um, we'll go look at what some of mine were. Um, let's go. Uh, also, oh, I didn't give you the exclusive announcement. So I have it on good authority, good authority from the Pookie gods. Uh, Major League Soccer is coming to Pookie in within two weeks. So MLS is coming to Pookie. So if you're like, yes, I am a soccer fan, but I don't say football. I'm an American soccer fan. I'm a big MLS bro. MLS is coming in less than two weeks. There's also rumors that maybe basketball is coming next season. But anyways, MLS, MLS. Uh, we're going to go over to Match Day 36. Holy shit. Hold on. D-Dub says, New Zealand meetup, Mike. You can do a comedy tour here. Meet your fans. D-Dub. I, if we have enough New Zealand fans and Aussie fans, I would love that. I would love that. Thank you, Ben. Thanks for being here. Uh, MLS is so bad. How dare you, Andre? How dare you? Uh, all right. This is what my predictions look like. So uh, I predicted 1-0 Newcastle, and it ended up being 2-2. I predicted 2-0 Tottenham. They lost 2-0. Uh, I predicted 4-1 Man United. Uh, so basically how this works, if you smash the pick, you get a huge boosted point. Uh, I, I picked the right win, but not the right score. So I got a little boosted there, 39 points. Predicted 2-0 Chelsea, Chelsea. Chelsea tied not in uh, Forest, which people in the chat were telling me to take Forest, so I, I was wrong there. Picked Fulham 1-0. Uh, they won 2-0, so we get some points. Picked Crystal Palace 2-0, and they won 2-1. Uh, and then this was from Saturday, Saturday. Uh, we get a bunch of boosted here. Picked Man City 4-1. They won 3-0. Uh, picked a draw here with West Ham and Brentford, and Brentford won. And then we picked Arsenal 3-0, and they lost 3-0. Is that right? Um, but anyways, let's go, let's go to the leaderboard. Let's see how I'm doing. I don't, my rankings 176, not great, Bob could have done better. Could done better. Uh, reward look at, and here's some of the rewards here, right? So 66 Matic, um, goes to first place here and second, first and second. Is that right? Uh, anyways, so really exciting. Um, the Pookie stuff, really exciting. Uh, basketball equals NBA. Wait, what? 
You got one? What do you mean? I'm confused. I'm confused. Oh, uh, anyway, sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, sign up for Pookie if you haven't done it yet. All right. Sign up for Pookie. Uh, sign up for Underdog. If you haven't gotten to Underdog Fantasy, you can use promo code HOLD. Hold gives you deposit, $100, 100% deposit bonus match up to 100 bucks. But listen, I think that's it. We cooked today. We cooked today, right? Celtics, Heat, Lakers, Nuggets. That starts tomorrow. That starts tomorrow. So we'll have Nuggets, Lakers tomorrow night, Celtics, Heat. And then I think it's every other day, every other day throughout the rest of the conference finals. So we're cooking, baby. Also, for those that didn't see my tweet earlier today, I uh, just want to appreciate, like, shout out all the support. We've been, like, absolutely cooking. So since the playoffs started, since the playoffs, oh, you said basketball coming to Pookie, not NBA specifically. Oh, my bad. I do think the NBA. I think it is the NBA. It'd be fun if it was Euro League too, honestly, but I think it's the NBA. Um, didn't I say Lakers Nuggets tomorrow night, then Celtics Heat Wednesday? Didn't I say that? Anyways, my bad if I didn't. Um, that's what I meant. Um, oh, yeah. So we since the playoffs started, we picked up over 475 new subscribers, which is crazy. Uh, so that's like a month. It's been a month to the day. We've picked up over 475 new subs. Uh, we're at 9,321 creeping up to top 10. I mean, to 10 K we're over 375,000 views since the playoffs started. So absolutely cooking. Uh, Dustin said the final four that everyone picked. If you're a Lakers or a heat fan, that's true. That is true. Congrats, Dustin. I gave your Lakers some love today, although I did dunk on the Warriors a little bit more than Lakers love. But I did. I gave the Lakers some love. I think it's going to be fun. And as you can see from my best ball bags, even though I'm more of a Nuggets fan than a Lakers fan, I am rooting for the Lakers in this one. Road to 10K. We love to see it. Um, we, for content this week, we'll be back uh, tomorrow with the morning show. Uh, Wednesday, I think I'm, I might be – no, I don't – so I'm bartending for like the first time ever this week. I'm helping out a friend. Uh, they're doing a big private event and they needed some help. It's actually where I host trivia, but they're doing it at a outdoor thing uh, and they needed some help and it's good cash. Um, so that might affect, I should actually be back in time to do content Wednesday night, but it's also game one of the Eastern conference finals. So we got to fight. We got to do that. Yeah. Dustin's up at 7am. Also, Greg was up early because I saw Greg like a tweet really early this morning of ours, which that means they have some sort of trailer dropping. Whenever Dustin and Greg are up and at him this early, uh, especially like liking stuff, they definitely have a trailer. A trailer's dropping for something. I don't know if it's Guardians of whatever, Galaxy 48 or Star Star Wars 19 or whatever. Um, but I think any funerals planned this week. Oh, wait, I totally forgot. I did want to do one more thing. Um, I did want to talk about top shot just for a second. So I, you know, I subscribe to the first mint's newsletter. First mint's newsletter is fun. Um, Mike next stream. Can you tell us more about how Curry is on bronze level? I do think Curry's on bronze level. I think, yeah. I mean, LeBron's going to go down as a better player. I think Curry's in the conversation. I think he is. Um, all right. Top shot doubles its money. So Listen, I, I subscribe. I just I wanted to I wanted to go over this because I thought this was interesting. So I don't care about swoops. Uh, all right, community calls top shot dead. But the only thing I'm annoyed about here, LG, I feel like you got to give me a little credit for this, right? I feel like I need a little bit of credit. Uh, I did a whole RIP thing. I feel like I should have been referenced here, uh, but he just says the story we've seen on play many times in the last two years, the death, blah blah blah. Uh, this is what I want to get to. 
This week, the latest iteration came at the hands of the latest Hollow and MGLE drops, the former which failed to sell out instantly, making a lack of demand for his platform. You know what, though? They did sell it out, even though that one guy bought 80 packs and still nobody knows who, who he is, and I want him on the show. Uh, this one was especially bad because it's no longer Hollows. It's Top Shot 50, and then J uh, John Jackson was like, hey, wait, they can go through a bunch of times. But anyways, this is what I thought. Uh, this is what I thought was interesting. Uh, it honestly makes zero sense to be dropping those packs, nor does it make sense. Uh, yet this has been the story for over two years now. There is no logical explanation for this excess of supply. The team continues to spin new supplies, an exciting feature, but no sane person would look at the community sentiment and the state of the market and decide that selling millions of more dollars. Um, but this is it. We keep asking things like, when will they get it right? But I'm sorry to say this is it. This is the product, a constant stream of supply, sugar-coated with game tickets, meet and greets, and a few thousand t-shirts. And I think that's right. I think that's right. I think this is it. I think this is the product. And I think people that are having fun, this is the product. <clears throat> also, going back to the Curry. Curry isn't in the top 10. Curry is, a top Curry is going to finish as a top 10 NBA player. I'm sorry. He's going to. He's going to be around for like three or four more years. He's going to be in it. He's going to be in the conversation. Um, and I don't think, uh, I don't think he's like the, the point of that conversation earlier was like, holy shit. If the Warriors beat the Lakers and go on, on another championship run, uh, it's wait, what are you talking about? Zach? I don't hate LeBron. I just said LeBron's the second best player of all time. I think LeBron is the second best player of all time. I think it's Michael Jordan. And then I think it's LeBron. I've said that like from the entire, like the entire time. The entire time. Oh, Zach, you are, Zach, honestly, I've never seen, you have, like, the way that Poker Pro Eric gets hard for trolling, you get hard for LeBron. Truly. Truly. I do. I, like, wonder what it feels like to just get up with LeBron erections every time. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you, is that, is that medicated too? Like, are pills consumed in order to contain this, like, four-hour thing where you have to, like, talk to a doctor afterwards? Is that how it works? Or is this just, like, natural? Is this organic? What's your diet like? Are you juicing? Do you do shakes? Like, well, how do you maintain this level of blood flow, I guess, is what I'm looking for. Also, how old are you, right? Because are you, like, young in your 20s and this is just, like, a normal thing? You just have testosterone flowing through your body at an unhealthy level? Or are you later in life, right? And maybe you can't get going for the same things that you once were able to get going for, but now you've like pivoted to LeBron fandom. And, I'll, and I feel like you are young because if you were an old person, you would just be a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. But instead, you continue to suck the teat of the man that was like, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. I'm coming back Akron strong. But also the second I can get out of here, I'm going to LA to make Space Jam too. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Anyways, that was a fun way to end. I hope everybody has a good rest of the day. Uh, go Lakers for my bags, but go Nikola Jokic. Also, congrats to Joel Embiid, the MVP you so deserve. Enjoy Cancun. <laughs>